0: The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the hosts and guests as individuals and do not necessarily reflect those of advertisers or sponsors. This show is intended as entertainment and commentary only. The producers strive for verisimilitude, but nothing said on this podcast should be taken as fact by the listener or viewer without performing due diligence. Existence, the physical
1: universe, is basically playful. There is no necessity for it whatsoever.
0: It isn't going anywhere. That is to say, it doesn't have some destination that it ought to arrive at. This is Keep Your Hat On, a show by three nerdy nobodies and one nerdy kind of a somebody about nothing in particular. Keep Your Hat On is brought to you by the Narrow Band Broadcast Network. NBBN, the focus is on you, by Andrew Scott Media, and by the kind support of KYHO fans everywhere, via Patreon. Patreon, create on your own terms.
2: Coming up on this episode, the boys Oh, hi. I'm Synth Andrew, and you are... Your worst nightmare. I don't have nightmares, at
0: least not yet. That algorithm's still in beta. So what can I do for you? Easy. Bend over. Okay, I'm finally back from the wilderness. You don't need is to that know more. Or
3: something? Anywho, oh, uh, here's the boys. Uh, oh, 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 Andrew, oh, 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 Robert, uh,
0: Dr. Sorry, Mark, sorry, sorry, and, uh... Oh, you can I'm do sorry, the last so, so line, Vice. I'm sorry, Mr. Bromudge. To boy.
2: Uh, yes, sir. And making intense eye contact from across the crowded room. Um, so uh, it's Chris. Yeah, I do. It's the yeah. badge of honor.
4: Yeah. So, um, at any rate, we I, I was, you know, I'm, I'm going to back up just for the sake of the recording.
3: Bless your uh, heart. Uh-huh. You're such a pro.
4: So, so, you know, my Christmas present for my wife was supposed to be a hurdy-gurdy. She had found something on Etsy. It was at a reasonable price. It, you know, it was kind of a toy, but that's what I was looking for until I could decide whether... Um, um, Here we go. Whether that's what I really wanted to do.
2: Right.
1: Uh,
4: uh, so Christmas, it, you know, it, it started to come around and we looked at it again and they were nowhere to be found on Etsy. Uh, and when we further researched it, we found there was a number of people that had ordered from Etsy. Nice. Uh, that were throwing a little bit of shade in that these people had just uh, ghosted them. And hey, what 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 price are Sorry. we talking about for this? I think we were talking like 120 bucks.
2: Okay, so this literally right. was like a toy hurdy This girly. was
4: just going to be the toy hurdy-gurdy <laughs> to see whether uh, this was something that I really wanted to do right and so oh, when this yeah. disap- when this disappeared we started to do some research because damn it i wanted a hurdy-gurdy
2: <laughs> how oh, many yeah. times do i say
5: that a day uh, you know
4: <laughs> <laughs> and so here we go uh i started going down the rabbit hole the hurdy-gurdy rabbit hole there is only two hurdy-gurdy hole hurdy-gurdy hole <laughs> 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 uh just like the way that rolls off the tongue. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah.
3: That, wow. it's, yeah it's, uh, it,
2: right
4: that it sounds right and it sounds beautiful. wrong.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah,
4: yeah. So there's only two Luthiers. <laughs> only two folks in the in the Western hemisphere apparently that make these. Wow. Or at least on the Western seaboard. And they ain't <laughs> cheap. Right. They ain't cheap. Well uh, uh they they start at a grand. And they yeah, quickly, they yeah. quickly escalate from there, depending yeah. on what you want. Right. Right. And so I was like, poopy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: no Maybe herdy gurdy for girdy. Christmas. That's a yeah, little bit yeah. expensive,
4: especially on one
2: of those.
1: Yeah,
4: yeah. really.
2: <laughs> I didn't want it anyway. These are not
4: the droids you're looking for. Right. No. Right. And so, you know, the, the inevitable question came up. So, okay. If we can't get you a hurdy gurdy, what do you want for, uh, for Christmas? And so I've been snowboarding, like, the last four or five years, and I've been doing it on on a bunch of hand-me-down equipment. Just, to, again, to kind of see whether this was something I wanted to do. And this year I decided, you know, maybe my snowboarding would be vastly improved if I got the right equi- equipment and not everybody else's equipment.
2: Right? Start playing the dramatic string swell of
4: tension. ha, 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 ha. So what I got was, I got these new Burton uh, boots and bindings. And these are step-ins. Mm, right. Um, these things are just amazing. They offer some amazing control. So I got these. These things were $600, $650. You have to get have the boots. a gurdy you get. You have to get the boots <laughs> half with
1: a, half a gurdy. A gurdy. Yeah, a gurdy. It's half, just right, a gurdy.
4: Right. There you know.
3: go. Now, now, now. See, a half gurdy sounds like a <laughs> snowboarding like, move, right?
4: Yeah, that totally sounds like a half something to off the potty, right? <laughs> so so hope we're recording this. Oh, we are. <laughs> so, uh, um, I've got this new equipment, fancy new equipment. It's very proprietary. You got to get the special boots with the special. You thing, know, and the stock was yeah, staying the place, light and light in a guy, right. but, yeah. n- 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 Let it be known that I'm still on a uh, snowboard that is like a hand-me-down. It's a, it's less than a hand-me-down. I think I bought it out of a seedy parking lot from a Russian gentleman for like forty-five bucks, right? Yeah. Nice. it was he's very good board. Forty-five yeah. bucks. And how Great. did you know what he said?
1: Yes, he's very good. You like this
4: one? <laughs> so, um. You know, Hanukkah's like, dude, I spent that money, right? You better fucking go. Oh, man. Well, yeah. You better go, and you better go more than once. Because if you don't go more than once this year, I'm going to be fucking pissed. And Are you I was still like, on the
1: hurdy-gurdy listserv, though? I mean, that's the other question that I want to, <laughs> want to know. If you're, if, you're, if you're on those 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 private hurdy-gurdy groups on Facebook, you know. At right? the,
4: at the, at the no. meantime, in the meantime. I'm, I'm, I, I'm 4chan. We exchange
1: I, I, techniques, <laughs> you know, it's a thing. Yeah. You know,
4: yeah, yeah. It's, so the it's, wife
2: is pissed off and insisting uh, she that you hurdle yourself down a mountain. I go. I go. Okay. Right? Right. And I
4: And I, I was like, dude, you don't have to right? shit, kick me L- in the ass. L- literally
2: push me out yeah, the door. Well, you, you just gave me a green
4: light to spend all the money that I needed to go more than once. I am good.
5: <laughs> uh,
4: uh, so here we are. We're, we're on uh, the second trip. Which was on the 17th, St. Paddy's Day. Right. Now, the weather here in Oregon has been doing some weird things, right? Yeah, Usually-
2: the mountains has yeah, been okay, but I know that uh the the March weather up there was like wet and breaking down the snowpack.
4: But right now, Timber just got like in the last twenty four hours, like nineteen inches of snow and that, solid- That's nice. that Not helping out. I am so salivating. <laughs> and then looking at Mammoth, holy shite, Mammoth just got like 600 and some <laughs> inches. Yeah, I mean, I'll it, take the snowpack over God the last knows. week.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: They're overdue. um, How much of that's going to sink in, by the way, you know, as opposed to like just running off, right? That's the problem.
2: No, we want the runoff here because Mount Hood and most of the snowpack in the Cascades actually feeds our drinking and irrigation Here's the
4: problem. Here's the problem. It's not about whether the ground will, will take it. Yeah. Is the ground will saturate and we'll take that and provided super right? that yeah. the the melt off is not fast.
2: Yes. If it's right. fast, we if, got problems. If we, yeah, if we
4: fast, then it's, it's all
3: surface. Yep. Yeah.
4: California California will just still be in drought, right? And yep. Mammoth is not gonna fix their problem. But, no. Uh um, and at any rate. I'm on my like second or third run. And, and the, the weather at the beginning of March was minimal at best, right? Yeah. So uh, uh, it was spring skiing uh, uh, at that point, which means- yeah, we lost we lost
2: a mountain cold to keep things really viable. We started goes, going down into that slush pack a little bit. Yeah, it, goes, mm.
4: it goes to about 35 <clears throat> or, or a little under 35, like maybe 33, 34 yeah. during the late afternoon and then freezes back up. And so this makes for a condition called, that that most boarders and most skiers will know, it's called fast and wet. Yep. And basically <laughs> what it is, is it's a bunch of slush that is kind of, yes. sort of melting. And it's, it's on top, yeah. it's on top of this um basically a layer of ice yeah it's the crunchy outer
2: yeah it's the crunchy outer coating of the pour on ice cream goo that we used to get as kids <laughs> that
3: we,
0: like, look it's magic shell the topping that makes ice cream even better Magic Shell pours on soft, then turns hard. Plain ice cream is good, but Magic Shell makes it... Cracklin'
4: good! Getting a cherry on top is pretty tricky Cause Magic Shell hardens to a thick chocolate shell. Uh, what do you think of Magic Shell? Cracklin' good! Magic Shell.
5: Crackling, good.
2: That would like freeze on contact.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah like uh, chocolate dipped ice cream. It,
4: yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, pretty
2: much. So uh, it just equal this hazardous.
5: Was
4: it? oh, hazardous yeah. it's 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 typical spring skiing, really. It's but right. I not generally. Pleasant. I generally yeah. don't go spring skiing because of this, right? Yeah. Right. But I didn't think that the, these were going to be the conditions. Looking at the report, it looked like. And uh, in
2: your de- in your defense, she told you to get your ass on the mountain. Yeah, and, that, yeah, and that's true.
4: So, so true. true. so true. So true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm up there, man. and I get on the hill the first run, and I'm thinking, man, this stuff is fast and wet. I don't know whether this is really <laughs> going to be an enjoyable day or not. Um, Again, but- with the music right
0: here. But- <laughs> Insert music here.
4: <laughs> yeah but we go we go we go uh um and um i'm I, it's challenging it's much more challenging um than you uh, want it to be that yeah, you feel because comfortable with let's take a minute here and let's discuss robert's uh, uh skill <laughs> level they
5: call me
4: baby what. Robert's skill level. Is it going to take
1: that long, really? No. Is it going to take that It's not, it's not um, as
4: great as, as it should be, only because uh, I point back to the hand-me-downs and you, uh, you, all this stuff. So I'm working out the kinks uh, of this new equipment, right? So the first time I went up, I had uh, yeah. the binding, uh, the backs of the bindings all the way at, at zero, right? Straight uh, 90 degrees. I ended up stretching a, uh, or overextending over uh, a hamstring. Oh, oh uh, tendon. and so that right. took a few weeks. And so I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I got to fix this. So, you know, change the pitch from zero, <laughs> you know, a little bit. Kept and back over, yeah. uh, and about I took it five all degrees. the way forward. No, I took it all the way oh, forward. Wow, okay. And my pal is like, dude, um, man, it looks dangerous when you catch those, when you, when you start to do the front turn, front and uh, toe turn. Right. <laughs> it looks yeah. like you're going to catch a ledge. An, an edge and basically what that means is
1: it snaps your ankle right there is that you,
4: the- no no you you catch the edge of the board and it throws you and bucks you.
2: yeah it
1: digs
4: you right. down
2: you dig right. you, you dig right. down and oh it, i see your momentum takes you and over and it flops yeah. you. It yeah. essentially you're doing an end over
4: on your board important to remember bum, 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 dramatic reverb so i go down <laughs> I go down. I get I get this thing foreshadowing adjusted. Foreshadowing everyone. <laughs> I adjust Seriously. it back a little bit, and it's feeling good. The responsiveness is great. I'm at the top of this run. I'm trying to stay, because it's fast and wet, I'm trying to stay on... Uh, uh, the green runs. Anybody that's ever skied or bored knows what those are. So just, just until I dial this in, I want to stay on the green runs. So I'm coming up to the side. I start to sideboard. Anybody that knows what that that's done. This knows, knows what the sideboard is. I'm going into a sideboard move and I catch the ledge. Uh Uh, And it throws me so hard. I don't even have a chance to put my feet or my hands in front of my my oh, just, body to catch uh, myself.
1: Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, yeah.
4: And I land solely on the shoulder. Oh, that is the only yeah. point of contact with the initial energy of the fall. Um, <clears throat> anybody that's slipped on ice knows that it seems and like you just accelerate when, you, yeah, uh, on when the, you're you a hard, it hard like pack, yeah, yep, yep. yep. And
3: you
2: uh, don't um, even have the benefit of soft pack. You are you are drilling your shoulder into slush and hard pack. Mm-hmm. Yes. And gravity is a bitch.
4: <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, it's very, very interesting. Uh, I, I, we'll talk about that in just a minute, but here, here's the, here's the, the, the result mildly displaced, greater tuberosity fracture of the right humerus.
1: <laughs> they gotcha.
4: Uh, Not only did I get myself, I got myself good. Didn't break the arm? Where the hell was
2: Gwyneth Paltrow when you need her? (laughs) That's right. (laughs)
4: Right? (laughs) Dude, you
2: could have set us up for the podcast for the rest of your life with just a quiet buyout from her.
4: Right, right. Yeah, it's true. true. Yeah, Yeah,
2: yeah. 1.1% of goop income. We would have been
4: <laughs> And you wouldn't Oh you would those vagina smelling candles. Right you wouldn't there. even have
2: to touch the hoo-hoo rock. You could just yeah. smell the candle. <laughs> the <Yoni> stone. <laughs> well, apparently we started the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Keep Your Shoulder in Place. <laughs> that of course is Ty Owie Anthony, uh, along with Dr. Mark Peterson and of course Christopher. Yeah,
3: oh, just um, thinking about it. Yeah,
2: it does. I've already had to be the Thai taxi uh, a few times <laughs> uh, but at least that's something I can do uh, so Robert how how are you feeling you are now mostly undopified which was yeah. your your text I could tell from your texts <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. <laughs> just
2: how relaxed you were
4: uh, I don't I don't have a, a very uh, high tolerance for uh, pain medication right uh, and so they gave me some of course some pretty strong pain medication right mm-hmm, and yeah. and on on the on the advice of the medical professionals in my world you took it right i, I took it right they yeah. said you know what <laughs> well, and and i found problem. out i found out right <laughs> yeah that's probably exactly there you go. yeah i found out but there's there's a paradox here because you know uh, I found out it is better to be in front of the pain from the very gate. Yeah,
3: yes, yes, that's true. Oh yeah, rather yeah. than chasing yeah. it. Yeah, I, I, I can tell you that. Uh, <laughs> so, mean, just living so, so my hemophilia. first week,
4: my first week was uh, spent on hydrocodone. Um, nice. Um, yeah. One full <laughs> pill every four hours. Oof. Good
1: stuff. Which, yeah.
4: Let's say that. The it's side effects,
2: effect, you know. If but, I yeah. get if I get my way, I'm playing White Rabbit right now in the background. Right here. Right
4: here. We'll try. Uh, I I um <laughs> I spent the first week just numb on the couch.
2: Yeah. Which oh, I yeah. think is the better thing for you to be doing at that point. Your body is in revolt yeah. and yeah. you're so inflamed. Even at parts of your body that aren't attached to your shoulder are inflamed because oh, of just the yeah. sheer amount of injury endorphins your body is pumping into you going, dude, what did you do?
4: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, don't like the feeling of it, but there it is. <laughs> I felt like it was, it was a good chance to just be sedated on the couch uh and let myself heal a little bit. And Second now of week.
2: course I'm trying to play the Ramones. Okay,
3: so we're <laughs> you know.
4: that would be okay.
2: Right?
5: <laughs> we
1: need the Ramones played on hertigerties next. We oh, call uh, <laughs> oh. right. somebody
3: get on
2: the interwebs and find that shit because I'm be for a few. Gaba,
0: gaba hey right.
2: yeah oi <laughs> oi oi <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what's the prognosis tie? Now, I know that uh you went did you go in and get more needlework done? Did you did you get that done yet? I forgot where we left off last time. I haven't week. done the I haven't yet.
4: done any uh uh needlework um needle week we're not talking
2: about sewing a sampler we're talking about Uh, you you go in and get (laughs) essentially a kind of acupuncture every
4: once in a while it's called dry needling and what it does yeah Yeah, the
1: the chiropractors love that stuff these days they come around to that are you going to a chiropractor or like a regular physical therapist for that
4: i i well see uh, now in my life i have a chiropractic chiropractor that is a physical therapist So Um, that is uh, kind of
2: a nice combo. I'll say that as I was telling Ty, I'm not a huge fan of chiropractology because Mm. magnets, but um, you know, there's, there's some good science there. And I like the idea of a chiro that's actually a licensed PT.
1: Yeah, that's cool.
4: And for my dry needling, I actually go see a doctor who is an acupuncturist. Sure. So we separate those two things. Um, Mm -hmm. But the prognosis is went to the orthopedic uh, surgeon at the moment no surgery. So no pens, no anything well, else. When you texted
2: me from the mountain, you said that they were at the mountain clinic. They were talking about literally Frankensteining you back together, bolts and screws and yeah, all yeah. that. Is. Well, they
4: were, they were definitely preparing. So here's the deal. So it's not a, it's a, what they call a closed fracture, right? So my fracture is three millimeters. That is the cutoff point. Any more than that, and you're definitely looking at reconstruction. Yeah. Uh, um, or some type of reconstruction. You just
2: underachieved enough to keep I yourself just got, from surgery. I got that
1: is, way. though. Is that really what it is? I was I was um, on the bright
4: side of life, man. Yeah, I was I was just right on that line, and so it was really up to the ortho. And right now, thank you. Of course. And it hasn't um It hasn't, uh, uh, as long as it hasn't moved this next visit, I'm in the clear there.
2: So so you're saying they're watching for that three mil to expand or not?
4: Yeah, they're looking to see. It's not exactly in place, but it's close enough in place if it starts to wander a little bit. Zoinks we could, we could talk about, we, we might be talking about pens.
2: Welcome to the four old
4: guys talking about their health. Well, I know for
2: my colonoscopy this week, that's
1: what.
4: They look for that, sliding, next, look for that next. That's a sliding
1: doors day. moment right there, Andy. That's a, a good night, folks. Good
4: night,
2: A gallon. I have to drink a gallon of something.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I, you do.
5: Uh, 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 uh,
1: but did, they, boring, did they tell you, you know, this was this was a this was a, a, a sure sign of my adulthood? I was one of my seconder. Third colonoscopy, sometimes in that zone, and, and at this point, no, it must have been it must have been in the fours because I was already you know I know the doctor really well now, and and they're getting ready to put me out, and I'm actually so badass now that I don't even get anesthetized for the colonoscopy. I stay awake and watch. Oh, now okay, because yeah, it's weird but fun, but but no, but I'm laying on the table and. uh I'm talking to uh, to my doctor, and we're joking about how how always this is just always indignity. And um, the uh, the nurse who's running the uh, the anesthetic looks up, and she goes, oh, "Dr. Peterson, is that you, former student?"
5: Nice. Uh, <laughs> he was I like, got a <laughs> no, I got a <laughs> you know, well, I guess
1: we're going to get to know each other better. At least you finished college. That's, great. That's right, great. There
2: was a girl in high school that I really, really dug. Really dug. Uh, flash forward to about 1990. Uh, I have a terrible, 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 terrible impacted hemorrhoid. Hi, welcome <laughs> to the show, folks. Wow. Anyways, so oh. this required this required emergency intervention. Hemorrhoid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I am in possibly, and I've been in many questionable positions in my life oh yeah. we know I, that's I, a different
1: uh that's on the dark web version yeah. <laughs> of right there. this
2: is the 8chan channel version of this <laughs> not... <laughs> i am in one of the most vulnerable positions in my life and this wonderful doctor comes in and says uh and and uh i'm not going to do the accent even though uh, it makes it funnier, but I'm trying to be—I'm uh, uh, trying to be a good boy today. And uh, they say, "Would you mind terribly if I would bring in some of our student nurses?"
1: Wait, 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 oh, wait, yeah. wait,
4: wait! Just a minute, Andy. Even though you're not going to do the <laughs> accent,
1: uh-huh. was she Jamaican or something? What? So, yeah, was can hit?
4: you can you fill us in a little bit? She was
2: a wonderful Pakistani doctor. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. And I am, I am taking uh, Hank Azaria's lead and not doing uh, an Indian or Punjabi accent.
1: Yeah, you don't look. want to do that unless you yeah. can really nail it. Well, and, I can,
2: but you still, can. you know, it's like I, yeah. I, can, I look good in an Indian headdress, but you'll never see me wear one. But uh, says, do you mind if I bring in some student nurses uh, to observe this procedure? And I was like. Look, if somebody can learn and benefit from my behind, so be <laughs> it. And so I, and I thought it was two, maybe three. Ex-girlfriend? Ele- 11, Eleven student nurses come in. Oh, that's
4: not, that's not a procedure. That's theater. That's <laughs> medical right. theater, right? right. Yeah, they just that's why they call them. it
5: a
2: surgical theater. Come I <laughs> know three of them. Oh. And one of them who walks around... <laughs> And, and literally does literally does this. Andy. <laughs> and I'm I'm just like, oh, seriously. And it's her. And she's like, I saw your name on the chart. And I just wanted to say hi. And I'm like, hi.
5: Ah, ah,
2: hi. hi. Uh, it's time to uh, go to sleep. Put me to sleep, please. please. No. No, right. Please is what it was. <laughs> no, I was just getting that. Me now. They numbed yeah. up my butt. And um, the, the 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 long and the short of it is, I had uh, a, I had a hemorrhoid so bad that if the blood clot would have uh, let go, um, I would have had a heart attack and died. Oh wow! How wow. embarrassing would it have been to have died from a hemorrhoid? How do you get a hemorrhoid like that big? Uh d- or so that mol- badass. Mol- but I'm Uh Literally sitting out on cold concrete steps for too long because that was my oh, smoking okay. ritual. And uh, they said, "Oh, that'll do it. It'll collapse a vein, and you'll wind up having yeah, an." See, a this is
1: smoking is
2: bad for exactly. you. Exactly, boy. I wish you think I would have learned then. Um, well, I tell you what, folks, we're going to take a quick break. Well, wait, 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 wait. I got, I got
4: one, one more thing before we come back. Okay, good. Because it doesn't stop giving here. So, uh... Uh, I'm on, I'm on the, um, I'm on my first week. Uh, it, this happened on Friday, Saturday night. I'm eating some, um, some pear chips and I crack a tooth. That's right. Okay. You're uh, right. You were well, right. You're right. <laughs> now have to go in Friday for oral surgery to have the tooth. Uh, and you should see. By the way, the roots. The roots are like he, even, even, <laughs> even Ty, the dentist. Ty, the dentist looks at like no, no. the roots
2: are as big as your head,
4: dude. The, <laughs> she comes in. The dentist comes in, and she goes, "Oh my, those are very, very big roots." And I'm like,
2: <laughs> "Well, thank you." <laughs>
4: uh, but you know she's in there and she's <laughs> and she's explaining this and she's going, "Well, I may have to cut, shave some of the bone from your jaw. In which case, I'm going to give you wait for it." <laughs> I, now I can't even remember the name of those pills.
3: Oh, you're saying for you to wait for it. Oh, back, back back on the hydrocodone?
4: <laughs> yeah, right. she's going to yeah, yeah. thank you. Thank you. She she's going to oh, she goes, "Oh, I'll just give you an I'll give you a prescription of hydrocodone." And I was just like, "Oh,
2: yeah, I, <laughs> yep, I need. Yep. I
1: need to spend more time in the bathroom. Right. right.
2: Well, and on that note, there. <laughs> will be back in just a Where's your
1: Gwyneth? Ah. now. Right.
3: Where? She's on the slopes. She's. She's back. On the where scroll. are you?
2: Yeah, we'll be back in just a second. This is keep your hat on, I'm Andy. That's Ty. That's Chris. That's Dr. Mark. We'll be back in a second. Don't go anywhere. Bye. Out. Yeah, good times this past couple weeks. welcome back to keep your hat on the show where hell even we don't know where we're gonna go i'm andrew scott along with dr mark peterson and ty robert anthony and christopher vicano and speaking of gwyneth paltrow i i, I don't know if i'll say that this is one of my favorite movies it's definitely not one of my favorite movies i don't think there is such a thing with gwyneth paltrow in it but that's just me <laughs> um, uh, of course proof. one of one of proof the- was awesome Oh, well, that's true. Okay. And I'm not saying Iron she's, Man. Not, whatever. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, I'm not saying that she's a bad actress. I'm saying that most of the stuff that she winds up in, I'm not particularly interested in. But there is one exception to that, and that is the movie Sliding Doors.
4: You sad,
2: sad wanker. Um, I do I I did enjoy that when it first came out I think I've seen it twice all said and done Uh, Mm. I haven't ever gone back consciously to watch it again but it's an interesting premise the the premise of sliding doors of course (coughs) is essentially a dumbed-down version of the many worlds theory from quantum mechanics this idea that we make choices in our lives and they take us in a particular direction. And, of course, everybody at some point or another kind of goes, well, I wonder what life would be like if I would have made the B decision or the C decision mm. or if that decision was taken out of my hands and made for me. And that's mm. really what the movie Sliding Doors is okay. about. Now, Chris, I'm laying this at your door because this was your idea. Um, yeah. ah. But um, I, I do, you know. I access a lot. Right. Uh, I I, I find part of me struggles with this idea of looking back on my life and wondering what if we uh, as as Zen nerds are kind of told, don't waste your time with that. There's really nothing fruitful in that discussion wondering about those things yeah um because they are the past and of course we're supposed to be rooted in the present blah 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 mm-hmm. and i do whatever that blah. is right i do <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Well, there you go exactly um but chris you brought this up and you said that this kind of did really present something to you when you thought about that and so the floor is yours in this regard
5: yeah
3: and first of all i'll agree you know it, we should be mindful and in the present and you know i but i i, I feel it's also kind of inescapable to look back at a, a particular decision points in your life and, and just wonder <laughs> i mean even lightly you know this this whole idea sort of emerged uh when andy you and i were having a conversation about Back in the day when we had, you know, we were younger men with more connections, and we were getting free free shows oh, access yeah, to free yeah, shows. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and 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 my angle of attack was I was schlepping equipment for uh-huh. a uh, for a local music video and a music interview show no. called Music Link uh, in Denver, and you know my my job was basically set up lights, you know, hall equipment, you know, I was I was basically sort of a roadie uh for this show. And and we always pretty much worked at, at, at you know, one of like three venues, three or four venues. But our most most frequent venue was the Mercury Cafe in Denver. And you know, I got to I got to see a lot of free wonderful shows and 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 the exciting <coughs> part the cool part was hanging out with the artists uh yeah. afterwards and getting to know oh, them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, actually having, you know, very real conversations with these artists. Well, okay. So one of these particular, um, filmings that we did at, uh, the Mercury, a band was just going around town to town. It wasn't actually a show. They were, they were going around doing sort of a promotional tour where they would do a little bit, a, 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 they would do these, these local video shows, Right. Uh, and do a little performance and have a conversation with the host and and they were uh, this was a band called October Project maybe you've heard of them maybe you haven't. I remember October
2: huh, Project Dimly. Yeah.
3: yeah cool October Project they they are a wonderful band if uh, if if you haven't heard them I highly recommend you check them out uh, they've since broken up but uh, you know they were in town they were doing a performance and. I, you know I, at this time, i'm I'm a young twenty something. I'm still very shy. I'm not the Chris I am today. Uh, and i I picked up on, you know, as i'm as I'm kind of working around in the room and and managing lights and doing all of that. I keep having these across the room like intense eye contact moments with one of the members of the band. Her name is Marina Balaika. She's a violinist. She's incredibly talented. But, I mean, this was definitely mutual, intense eye contact moments. And I was an absolute chicken shit and did not go over and talk to her. And (laughs) that is my sliding doors moment right there is – if I had just mustered the courage,
1: only,
5: right?
3: I wonder, I, I, you know, it, it might not. have. Obviously, they were moving town to town. They, they you know, they're on the East Coast in New England. I, 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 I'm not suggesting it ever would have become anything anything major, but I might have made a new friend that day. There you go. Uh And, and, uh, (laughs) you know, so, so that's, that's my sliding doors moment. And, and, you know, if there's anything you can ever do about the past, you know, here it is Marina, if you're out there and you happen to be watching this. I remember that, and
5: <laughs> I think
3: about. Yeah, it. we're not laughing at you, Chris. We're laughing at the fact that we'd actually have
5: fourteen <laughs> viewers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, um, yeah, the sheer
3: absurdity, Chris. Yeah, now, now, now you watch the fact that you've dismissed this. Yeah, you boy, watch. I, tell you, I will wait. I will wait for that texting. Guess who just texted me? <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, right.
4: God. Hey, Chris, so- are you gonna are you gonna leave your text information out?
2: Uh, no, <laughs> not on YouTube. <laughs> uh, that's what Google Voice is for, man. Um, yeah. So having that laid in place as the groundwork, um, you know, one of the things that when I do allow myself to think about these things, um, I tend to focus more on where where what the trajectory of my life would have been. Going in a different direction, um, and I have a, a, a history of being in weird places at very <laughs> weird times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. You know, Mark, I I got a feeling though that you—I mean, do you <laughs> have a real sliding door moment in your head? Because I can probably seed you with one.
1: Well, you could try. <laughs> um, my my experience has—he been- said seed. <laughs> In my, I never heard that. Stop (laughs) Stop
2: with the, (laughs) stop (laughs) with the (laughs) ASMR. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Um, (laughs) I can't do, I can't do the coriholio with my earplugs in. I will (laughs) tell you. Yeah, there you go. I still will tell my you favorite that favorite picture of you ever is that picture of you as Cornholio that you was did. Oh Atlantia my god,
1: <laughs> we really lost our shit that night. I, I think I was still the, culture, the cultural uh, anime was just like um,
3: was was hydrocodone involved? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> that, no. Living
1: living in a Russian style apartment in Riga uh, in November yeah. was what was involved.
2: Because that's where I was going to send you. That's, um, that's what I, I was going to seed you with is is Riga
1: uh riga was a real you know it it was one of those places i wasn't supposed to ever be and it was only because peg had been in the peace corps there and when i got that sabbatical that year and we'd shacked up um i said what if we went to spain and she goes well i have research money to go back to riga i was like spain Spain concrete jungle mediterranean
2: (laughs) baltic Brutalist architecture. Mm. Uh, it did
1: turn out to be one of the great weird, exp- you know, it's like I've, I've lived in a lot of weird places, not quite under the same circumstances you have, Andrew. <laughs> but I have lived a lot of weird places, and I'm, I'm just sort of so grateful for, th- for that. But um, there was one weird correlation, though, uh, mm. with, with going to Riga, and sometimes you get these weird synchronicities set themselves up. So um, I was supposed to go to Nerha in southern Spain which is the called the the balcony of Europe it overlooks right. the mediterranean and so i had friend who had had really good contacts in um spain and so we're going to go there well so i was supposed to go to nerha which he said moving in here now wait a sec i got it oh yeah malaga so oh. merha ner yeah nerha is sort of like between malaga and cartagena something like that okay um we had, we had managed to, to navigate uh, Riga for several months. And then we went on a field trip with the university where Peg was working. And we went to this place uh, in, on the Baltic where uh, Thomas Mann had done all of his writing. And it's called the Naringa Spit. And it's this weird uh, sandbar that stretches across from Latvia down across Lithuania and over across Kaliningrad all the way to Gdansk and, um, but it's spelled the same as Nerha, but it's, but in in Lath- uh, Lithuanian Neringa. So I always thought that was like, Oh, so there, you know, the universe is just fucking with me now by giving me, Oh, here's, you wanted Nerha here, here, except it's in Lithuania. <laughs> um, we could probably just cut all that. My, my, nah. I will tell you the one thing that's kind of interesting to get to the Zen thing is that, um, I've had the unremitting certainty actually across my entire life that my karma is uh, glacial and adamantine, and <laughs> that I have never been, I have never had a sliding door moment. Because I never had the, I never got to make a choice or an accidental circumstance unless my entire life is this weird, you know, I I was the product of a series of accidents. Wasn't that Sirens of Titan? Yeah. Anyway, Malachi Constant. Um, In my whole life, we always moved uh, about a year or two before I would have set up permanent relationships. Always. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so it's like, you know, I'm in Minneapolis till. uh, Oh, that explains so
4: much. Right. Well, but like right second grade. It's like a meta sliding doors moment.
3: In, in a weird
1: way, it's like my whole life is nothing but sliding doors. And so Maybe. it's like I've just, you know, run, run through it. But I've always been I've always been in the moment of it. But it's like, so we moved to Sweden for Minneapolis. And then I was there for two and a half years. If I'd stayed there another year, it probably would have become more Swedish than I am. <laughs> but no, we moved to suburban Chicago where I went to high school with um, – Ferris Bueller. Yeah. And uh, essentially, and, uh, you know, I was there, but then my dad had a midlife crisis and we moved from there to Mobile, Alabama. Oh. At the end of my junior year. So I spent my senior year uh, in a private Catholic high school in Mobile. Yeah. That was really interesting. I get it now. So right. anyway, but it's been like, and then from there, I went to Toronto and from Toronto, I went to Florida and from Florida, I ended up here finally. So it's like, I, yeah, so I don't, I don't, I don't know unless my whole life is sliding doors. There could be that, I guess that could be the well, and the
2: whole thing that this brings up, of course, is the idea of free will. Um, that's, that's uh, something that's presupposed in the sliding door phenomena is that you actually yeah, have yeah. a choice in the matter. Um, yeah. See, d- d- we could get
1: We could run into that if you yeah, like to, a because whole I'm all different <laughs> show. Yeah, I could stop it in a heartbeat I think there's I think there's no such thing. No. I think it's uh See, here we go. There's, here,
4: here's that argument. There's, yep.
1: I think it's, there's no such thing because I can't I don't know what it would be.
4: I
2: I I get you. I remember going through this with you and I <laughs> yeah. remember watching all the kids in class get nauseous when we Oh started, it's part of the uh, joy. Yeah, yeah it's right. the joy. The
1: fun part about <laughs> about about Noringa, the Naringa spit is that it's where the Soviet hierarchies all had their um summer Noringa, colleges.
2: Their doctors. yeah.
1: Oh, and they, you know, I always thought, well, I thought outside Moscow, no, they had it like on the coast there because on the coast, I didn't learn this until I was there on the coast, they could get TV from Sweden. (laughs) <laughs> well, that would have been a thing back then, I suppose. Oh my God! If you're a Soviet official, yeah. you get to see the free press. Yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, the free yeah. Press.
2: no, I'm pretty sure at that point in time they were all very excited to be able to see uh, facts of life, uh, or, 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 or 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 possibly growing pains. <laughs> mork and Mindy, these ro- <laughs> this mo- this
1: this is really funny.
2: This Mork, he make me laugh.
1: Yeah. Uh, now it's probably so, I don't know women with
2: oligarchs.
1: Yeah. So I but don't know what to tell you about. I don't know what to tell you about sliding doors, except, you know, it's like, cause I never had those particular moments, unless every one of those moments is some weird thing happened Um, in a weird way. Looking back, it's like um, when I, when I think about what would have happened had I stayed in those places. So if I'd stayed in Chicago another year, I would have been at the university of Chicago, for instance, Mm -hmm. or my dad had been working. Right. And, and university of Chicago students are their own weird breed (laughs) <laughs> and um, it's true. They're and, certainly not
2: Northwestern.
1: No, or Toronto. I'm just going to well, say. Are you throwing anyway. shade? Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Henny, yeah. <laughs> any, um, no, um, uh, Lenny, well, not Henny Youngman. Who's the other guy? There was another comedian at the time used to do this. Used to do a routine about University of Chicago students. Squiggy? Not <laughs> any young men, no. Anyway, come back to me. But it's right. like whenever I think about any of these other places, if I'd stayed there and and then followed that particular trajectory out, mm. every one of them would have been unbelievably dull compared to what I've actually gotten <laughs> to. Yeah.
5: Do.
3: Well, and, and but yeah. but that is, I mean, that's the crux of of the the sliding doors mental exercise. Well, they <laughs> end up in the in same Columbus?
1: place. Remember, that's the thing, though. Is they yeah. both both yeah. Gwyneths end up back, back in the, the same hard. spot.
2: Well, you yeah. know, what's interesting is there is a tangent of the many worlds theory that actually that actually is kind of that, that mm-hmm. all major decisions wind up existing. Well, they're entangled, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're entangled and they present themselves at different points in different timelines, but they're all consistently there which uh, I never yeah. quite understood mechanically how that would work.
3: You know, uh, I, I would was... argue that, that uh, the movie that just won the Oscar, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Which I have oh, to admit I yum. have not seen. And it, I, yeah,
5: you I want have, to. I've, I've been dragged by that.
3: more
2: people about not seeing um, that movie than almost anything else has come out in the last 10 years. Movie. I'm not, I'm okay.
3: not going to drag you for it, but I'm going right. to say, you know, it is well worth your time. Yeah, it Fair was enough. worth it.
4: It's one of those where the first time you watch it, you kind of go, Oh, yeah, that was cool, but I feel like I missed something. So you go back and you watch it again, mm. and, and then you get really kind of tuned into it and you go, Oh, this is really good. All
2: right, fair enough. Well, I tell you what, we're going to jump away to another quick break. When we come back, we're going to have more sliding door moments. I'll try to do some <sighs> kind of sliding door graphic here, but this is the Narrowband Broadcast Network. This is Andy, Ty, Chris, Dr. Mark. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Bye. Oh, Man. <laughs> Back on the Narrowband Broadcast Network, I'm Andrew, that's Dr. Mark, that's Chris, and Ty, it's your turn to slide some doors. What do you got in this phenomenon?
4: So, it's it's kind of interesting, um, because I'm we'll okay. We'll see. Huh? Yeah, you are, <laughs> yes. ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> I'm sorry. I love you. No, I think Brad, you're Brad, awesome, Doctor Most. Right. Just awesome.
1: <laughs> Man, I'm sorry. I'm still mad about this whole brisket thing. Go no. on, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Damn
2: instant <laughs> pots! Uh, oh, and
1: hurdy-gurdies in the same in the same day. Right? It's,
2: it's, it's it's a cavalcade of failures.
1: There's, right.
4: There's,
1: <laughs> that's what it is.
4: <laughs> go on, oh, Ty. My. Don't
1: listen yeah. to me. Go. Yeah, go, no, ahead. No. go on. Uh,
4: first of all, as has you uh are, you know, I, it sounds like we um uh Chris and Andy have have a shared history of, of our youth, uh, in that we we all did a little bit of roadie work. Yep. Uh, and for those of you. 14 folks that are listening and watching (laughs) um
2: the numbers are going up now we got that one gal that (laughs) chris is just one more
4: she's gonna bring her friends right Uh, there's a really good documentary and i just recently revisited it about uh life on the road has a roadie and it's called miles uh, before i go to sleep sleep Sleep. yeah miles Mm -hmm. to go before i go to sleep yeah and so if, if anybody really wants the straight dirt on what it looks like to be a roadie and what that life entails at a professional level
2: yeah emphasis on dirt both (laughs) metaphorical and real
3: Uh, (laughs) and
4: you are (laughs) as far as these sliding glass door moments there's always that moment where I wonder if I should have zagged instead of zagged right uh, obviously, my shoulder being one of them, right? I had, um, I did, I did some uh, uh, wildland forest fighting uh, uh, in, in oh, another yeah. life, and I had a crew boss. We were we were in a place called Hell's Canyon. And if you've ever been there, you know why.
2: Yeah, it's uh, oh yeah.
4: Uh, um, and every year this place goes up, and every year, as a matter of fact, some of what has happened—the history of firefighting and Hell's Canyon—is why we have some of the regulations that we have.
2: Yeah, uh, 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 yeah, that place was, taught us a lot of lessons.
4: There, there's some burnovers and some deaths that have resulted in, um, and and they're pointed to. Their story, yeah. Built. I mean, they're 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 textbooked.
2: Yeah, bad execution um, of firefighting um, technique.
4: But as we're there, right, and we're on this, you know, 75-degree grade of rock, of shell rock, and the fire's up above us, right? And as the dirt heats up, it gives way, and these boulders come down. Zoinks. One of the greatest awesome. pieces of advice that I was ever given – Is don't run. When you see the rock freeze in place, try to get an idea of where it's going. Uh, Yeah. And don't commit until the last possible. Second, Sure,
2: because that rock coming down, Ooh. if you're judging from up there and it suddenly hits the point of a rock, it kicks in a different direction that you just jumped. Now so you got a face full of rock.
1: Do people actually, so people run into rocks <sighs> when, when these things, so they're running actually because they're not thinking about it, it'll just roll down and, and clobber you. But if you think about it, you have a chance. Well, is and the, right?
4: yeah. Yeah. And, and it's similar exactly to what Andy was just saying. So any little thing can throw, I mean, this thing is a VW bus engine rolling down a hill. <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah a, and like, I'm on, not on, a, on a giant on a giant pachinko machine. Yeah. I am <laughs> really not yeah, exactly. to you. This
4: thing is the size of a VW, if not a VW bug. It's coming at me, and he's like, "Nope, wait for it, wait for it." Because the thing is, is what Andy is is, is describing is exactly right. It can hit a branch at that point, at that speed, yeah. at that velocity and yeah. change trajectory. And so, you,
2: you want to you do your move at the last second because you don't, don't want to get hit in the head. You don't want to get hit in the chest, torso or shoulder. If you jump out of the way and the thing just plows into your legs, you'll live or the chances of you living are better. Well but maybe yeah, I was <laughs> just gonna say, yeah, we're arguing very you, fine semantics there. But the yeah, other thing
4: that my crew boss said is is in a six situation like this, in a circumstance like this, you don't have a chance to commit a second time. You've only got one chance to commit. That's essentially. Good. Uh-huh. Uh um, and so that's you know, that's kind of something that I've kind of lived my life. But I guess if we're talking about sliding glass doors, the <laughs> place I would go would be the divorce of my parents
1: mm-hmm.
4: or the death of my mother at an early age. And again, <laughs> not a choice that, that is in, in my control, but, but that was put on you. That I've
5: right.
4: changed my ju- trajectory. Right. Yeah. Where would Ooh. I be now? Um Given that, I mean, aside from all that, uh, um, I I don't really give a great deal of thought about it because the past is something to learn from not to dwell in. Um, And quite frankly, I'm glad that all the doors slid the way they have because otherwise we would not, the four of us be here today.
3: That's true. I agree. I mean, and, and we wouldn't be who we are.
4: No.
2: And you know, for me, um, my, my, I essentially have two sliding glass doors moments that oh, actually I know you do. connect. Um, but, you know, Ty, you bring up something for me that I, I I just kind of, it just crystallized in my head. And that is a lot of sliding glass doors or slide. You've got me saying glass doors now. They don't necessarily yeah. have to be glass people. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> to be fair. Well, you know, to the be real, fair to the real thing me. is,
4: is if they're see-through glass, then you know how to commit.
2: Well, right? that's You true. can see
4: through them. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. But I also have a wonderful history of walking into glass doors that I don't <laughs> notice through there. So, again, me and my gracefulness. Um, but there's often, not always, but often there's a, a tinge of melancholy or, huh. or regret mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. at times to these things. You know, my, uh, my moments are this. So, yeah, I was a roadie. I was a roadie and I worked in the music industry as both a roadie and a performer. And I was a club DJ for many years. And yeah, that opened some doors for me, right? I was friends with uh, a couple of the biggest DJs in uh, our market in Southeastern Wisconsin. And I would often get called up and, you know, said, you know, one of my DJ friends, Hey, we got a couple spare tickets. Do you want to go to X or Y? And I'll give you a pass Mm -hmm. and all that business. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, in the late eighties, when i was a musician uh you know this was the era of stevie or yvonne and you know oh, awesome yeah you were performance oh, and all yeah. that business right and um i was just a, i was a, a huge fan and i had i had been steeping myself in a lot of music that was surrounding this new blues guitar explosion and exploring people that i hadn't really been familiar with people like west montgomery uh you know people like buddy guy who was really coming oh, up man. at the time as well yeah. right and um i was a huge stevie ray Vaughan fan but i was ashamed that the only time i'd ever seen him live was either in concert footages in music <coughs> videos or that you know the the big austin city limits that no. that really blew the the lid off of Stevie Ray Vaughan Mm -hmm. and you know uh Stevie Ray Vaughan of course uh very famously um suffered from a a a terrible bout of of drug and substance abuse both alcohol and and drugs um and had just gotten clean uh and had uh released an album with his brother called Family Style which is still one of my favorite albums it's a fantastic Mm -hmm. album and He was doing this huge show for him uh, at Alpine Valley Music Theater in East Troy. Now, I had been a denizen of Alpine uh, so many, 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 many times, both as an attendee uh, and working there. And I knew a lot of the people, a lot of the permanent staff at Alpine. And one of them was a really good friend of mine who was a security guard at Alpine. And I had a gig that day doing djing a wedding and um i did that i was done at four o'clock it was a uh, a very polite wedding that didn't have a <laughs> lot of fun attached to it it was over very early i, like I remember weddings. i got home at about about 4 30 and my pager my pager went off <laughs> to, to, to call a, a friend
5: of pager. mine
2: right and so i gave him a call and my friend Terry said, hey, man, do you want to come down to the uh, the last night of the Stevie Ray Vaughan show? Now, to be clear, Stevie Ray Vaughan was playing. Eric Clapton was playing. Yeah. Buddy Guy was there. Robert Cray was there. Oh um it, it was just it was a who's who it was mental and I was like yeah I do and I literally <laughs> hung up the phone, got in my car, it's about an hour forty-five to Alpine. I got there at about eight thirty and uh, you know was passed backstage, got to talk to Buddy Guy. He was very sweet dude. Um there were so many people backstage, and I was just literally standing there, dumbstruck. You know, Robert Cray was uh, on the back backline, uh, get, getting like some shiatsu massage thing going on. Bonnie Raitt was walking around backstage. I didn't even know she was supposed to wow. be there. She's not even on the bill. She was just wandering around backstage, <laughs> <Just> hanging <laughs> oh, it out. Yeah, she's about I love that it. tall. When you got when you <laughs> yeah, got a yeah. <laughs>
4: bill of that magnitude, you can oh. count on the backstage being pretty packed. Right?
2: And it was, and everybody was so nice backstage. You'd think that like all mm. these ego. No, no, everybody was totally cool. I did not see, did not see Stevie Ray Vaughan. Did not see Eric Clapton at the time. Uh, so show goes off, you know, and goes off great. They close with with this ridiculous version of Sweet Home Chicago that it just <laughs> blows, blows the roof off the dump. Right. But I'm standing backstage and I'm looking out, and you know the crowd is the mental crowd that you'd think. But I start seeing these literal clouds rolling down from the top onto the crowd. And that happens sometimes when the weather shifts at Alpine and you've got this mass of 30,000 bodies generating heat and the cool air coming over from the ski hills uh, comes in and everything condenses and you get this weird fog. And I was like, oh, man, this is going to make driving out of here an absolute bitch. And there's been times I went to um, a Deep Purple show when I was in high school there, and it got really foggy. And normally it takes you, even with, with packed crowds, it takes you eh, an hour to get out to the, to the highway. Uh, I remember the Deep Purple show. It was so foggy. It took us two and a half hours to get to the road. <laughs> um, but uh, I was like, this is going to be like that, that Purple show where it's just going to take us forever to get out. And the, the show was over, it was about an hour and a half afterwards, uh, and I was still milling around backstage because I was letting the crowd go, and I suddenly see Stevie Ray walking with somebody, and he was about, he was on the other side of the stage, uh, on the other side of the back line, and I just remember this thought in my head going, you got one chance, you got one <laughs> chance, what do you say, what do you say, no. what do you say, come on, come on, come on, and I went... West Montgomery rules really loud. And also (laughs) Stevie looks around and I was just, I,
5: hi, hi,
2: hi. And, um, uh, I I remember him. I started walking over (laughs) and he, he literally does. Come on, come come on. You know, kind of like, yeah, I'll talk to you, but hurry your fat ass up. Come on. And, um, He said, how do you know about Wes Montgomery? You don't look to be the right guy. And I was like, my last name's Montgomery. (laughs) And I'm completely starstruck. I'm just absolutely apoplectic with anxiety and joy that I'm getting to meet Stevie Ray Vaughan. And I talked to him for about 10, 15 minutes. He gives me all Mm. the time in the world, which I'm just like, wow, that's really nice. And I was like, are are you sure I'm not holding you up? And he's like, no, don't worry about it. Hold on a second. And he goes, is that bird ready to go? And somebody gives him a nod and he's like, all right, man, listen, I do got a jet. I got to take off. It's been an absolute joy talking to you. I didn't even ask him for us an autograph. I had I had a couple of the J-card insets from cassettes with mm-hmm. me in my pocket. Could have. Mm-hmm. But um, he's like, I, I got to go. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thanks so much for your support, et cetera, et cetera. And I wobble out of the place and... I get to my car at the top of the hill, and I'm just like, it's going to take me forever to get out of here, and there's nobody here. And it literally <laughs> took me two hours with nobody else to get out to the freeway again. Because of the fog? I, because of the fog was so crazy. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is mental. This is how are, I, 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 it's going to take them forever to get the buses out. I wonder if they're flying helicopters. Hmm. <laughs> And I get home at about 5 o'clock in the morning and crash out, and um, I had... Bad choice a, of words. I had a stereo. <laughs> sorry, you're right. Um, I had a stereo that had a an auto-on feature, and mm-hmm. I used it a, as an alarm.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, I remember... Oh, man, you
4: literally woke up to the news, didn't
2: you? I literally woke up to the news. And it came on and I heard my dear friend who is a a very big, still a pretty big disc jockey in southeastern Wisconsin, Marilyn Me. She works for KTI now. but She was on WLZR Hmm. back in the day. And I, I remember the radio came on and it said, we'll have more reports from Alpine Valley as they become available. And I went... Fuck. And I ran upstairs and I flipped on the news and it was Jerry Taff on Channel 12 and saying that all lives in the helicopter were lost and Stevie was in it. And that was something that sent me into my other sliding door moment, that horrific thing. I had been out on the road off and on for about four or five years. And I went, you know what, I think I want to go to college. And I literally,
4: four months later, went up and applied
2: at UWWC. It's yeah, a terrible idea. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Look at, the, look at the rabble it put me with. Yeah, well, right. I didn't want to
4: say anything, but, you know, yeah. you know. it's not my fault. Yeah,
2: it, 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 literally, it literally put me here. Uh, it, it literally put me at University of Wisconsin, Washington County back then, where I mm. studied with Dr. Peterson. Uh, and the, going to uh, UW, Washington County, Literally is one of the reasons why I'm here in Oregon, because I met a number of people. We learned how to Mm. code HTML back in the day by hand.
1: Oh, that was a mess,
2: wasn't it? Started up a company called Webcom Development Company. Yeah, you guys were cutting edge, man. We, we were out. We we didn't even have an edge to cut. Everything was very blunt.
1: Yeah, um, yeah There was no edge even yet. That's no. Right. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. We're
2: talking ninety three. We were writing HTML by hand. uh yeah. And uh, by Mark, hand. We
1: were, oh, seriously. Yeah.
3: It, yeah. it, 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 it was like it was like Making notepad. It was like, yeah, because I was also a, a web yeah. developer back then. It was like it was like making. <laughs> Cut paper art with those little rounded scissors that they give oh, you in yeah. kindergarten. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So that's, you, that's, wait, you can run with those. That's what wait. we were doing.
4: <laughs> were the dinosaurs still alive back then? Oh, yeah, we were dodging <laughs> velociraptor
3: yeah. Yeah.
2: A all few. the damn A time. Few. Yeah, yeah. Yep. but yep. really, <laughs> that put me out here, and I'll remember. I remember the day, Mark, when I uh, I had I had just done my first semester at Marquette. My my ill-fated trip to Marquette after I left Washington <laughs> County, which oh, of dear. course I, I got in a little bit with your help, um, mm. but um, I remember I had I had fallen in love with somebody who lived out here in Oregon. Yeah, and I remember <laughs> I showed up at your office and I said we need to go have lunch, which and Mark and I would either go to Sherry's, which was odd, or mm-hmm. uh, Subway, which was pretty much the safe go-to. Pretty much, but actually, We went out and he's like, he's like, what's going on? And I was like, so let me tell you about my bisexual <laughs> pagan girlfriend that I'm going to move to Oregon for uh, in about a week. I probably immediately <laughs> said, that sounds like a great idea. Actually, what you very similar. <laughs> you gave me the story of, Oh dear. Uh, the, of uh, Remember the fire story where if you're going to light your life on fire, do it so dramatically that no matter what, you can step back and go, "Wow!" Would you look at that fucking burn?
5: Burn it down, baby! Yeah. And,
2: and honest to God, that was that was easily three quarters of my impetus to go. Uh, that, well, I, I, will, I, I
1: will, I will, I will, put a, a pin in that. That was uh, Peter Churchill told me that story when I fell in love, and it was like I thought this. I thought I might be just mentally ill, and Churchill told me this great story about. Um, when his, like, third or fourth wife left left him. <laughs> and, Jesus. and he All drove in. Players. I'll spare you. We can save that for another time. Yeah, but,
3: right now, you know, we're, we're, we're on to a good future topic. You guys are describing what, what I've always called an etch-a-sketch moment, where you, you take you, your entire life is drawn out on the etch-a-sketch. Right? And you, you just pick it up and you shake the hell out
5: of it. I'm yeah. putting and you on
3: prohibition for coming up with any more any more moments, Chris.
5: Yeah, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's a you know, moment. Y- you know what? Honest
2: <laughs> to God, I think this is a great place to end. Uh, I'm still here in Oregon 23 years later. And we're all together because, honestly, if uh, if any of us would have made any different decisions, who knows? We would have disappointed 13 people. I not <laughs> be able to do no. it. No. Plus, oh. Piltrow,
4: by the way. Wait wait, 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 wait. Stop. Yeah. How no. did we lose somebody in the course of the show? That's yeah, what I want. to do. Oh, well, you're it, right. I'm sorry. Yeah, 14, yeah, 14, right I
2: just... I, plus I, one. I, I assumed that Chris's girl didn't call. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: God,
2: we're, we're so over this sliding door bullshit. Anyways, we are the Hats. This is the Narrowband Broadcast Network. Hmm. Do us a favor. Like, click, subscribe. All that good business. But honestly, Honestly, folks, until next time, keep your hat on because we may
0: end up miles from here.
2: Thanks a lot, everybody. Take care. See ya and
0: bye-bye. Well, there's a chunk of time you can't get back. From Portland, Oregon and Milwaukee, Wisconsin, this has been Keep Your Hat On, a big little show about a whole lot of nothing in particular. Keep Your Hat On is a Narrowband Broadcast Network production in association with andrewscottmedia.com. Andrew Scott, executive producer. Robert Anthony and Chris Vacano, associate producers. Our theme music was written and produced by Andrew Scott, along with guitar help from Ron Kajawa. Website design and maintenance by Vacano Creative. Chris Vacano, webmaster. Available at vacanocreative.com. Audio and video production by Andrew Scott. Available at andrewscottmedia.com. Got ideas or comments for the show? Email us at talkback at kyhopodcast.com. and don't forget to like, click, and subscribe. On behalf of the boys, I'm your announcer, Mister brumage Thanks for listening. Uh, I guess. Whoa! Ah! Uh,
5: ah!
2: Uh, Whoa! Ah! Uh, uh, uh. Oh my Yikes. goodness! Uh, hey, wait! That doesn't feel right. I'm pretty sure that's not the right port for that. That's not where that goes.
0: Was it good for you?
5: Uh, Jesus Christmas crackers! (laughs) I think I can taste my spleen!
0: Wow. Why does everything smell like burnt eggs? NBBN,
5: the narrowband broadcast
2: network. The focus is on you.